Thank you for chiming in to another episode of When the Ink Dries, and I'm your host, Lynette Kincaid. And I hope that as you listen to each episode of When the Ink Dries, it puts you one page closer to your next book. If you haven't had an opportunity to donate to our podcast, be sure to donate to our podcast to make sure that we're continuing to grow and glow. Also, be sure to tell your friends that they're able to listen to another episode of When the Ink Dries on their favorite podcast station. So I received an email recently and I wanted to share just a piece of the email from Dr. Mateo Knowles um, because this email literally inspired me. It inspired me to forget about why I wasn't writing, forget about why I felt like I wasn't good enough to write. Like literally I read this email and I was like, okay, give me my paper, give me my pen it's ready for me. It's time for me to go back to work. So I'm going to share that a little bit of this email with you because I want you to experience exactly what I experienced when I read this email. I want you to realize that your writing is good enough. Your writing, don't stray away from your writing because your writing is powerful. And so the email reads, I'm wondering when I lost my writing. I'm wondering when I lost the craving and the naturalness of it. I'm taking it back, but I didn't realize how much I had strayed. Sorry, writing. I'm back now and never leaving again. I also feel a sense of clarity about my writing for my people, my heritage, for my community. Thank you so much, Dr. Mathiel, for your email. You inspired me. Hey, best friends. Did I thank you for being here with me today? Well, let me thank you right now. Thank you so much for being here with me on another episode of When the Ink Dries, where we write the pages of our next book. Do me a favor, hang tight, grab your cup of tea, and we'll be right back after this brief commercial from our sponsor. It's the room carries high quality merchandise. Our store is filled with fashion and some of the best and up and coming brands in the business. Get Right Brands, It's Legacy, Black Bottle. We carry dressy, casual, urban wear, accessories, and more. Visit It's the Room at www.itstheroomct.com or stop by It's the Room at Connecticut Post Mall. 1201 Boston Post Road, Milford, Connecticut. Brands that matter. Welcome back to another episode of When the Ink Dries. And I'm your host, Lynette Kincaid, the writing coach. And this episode, as well as future episodes, is dedicated to my mother, Evelyn 
who passed away June 2nd of 2021. So today's topic is, are you mad yet? Are you mad yet? And let me just tell you why I wanted to have just a piece of this topic, because I feel that it's our emotions that drive how we write. So I just wanted to be able to share just a little piece of my story with you. I I remember a time when I was um, exposed to what is now called domestic violence. Um, I didn't know what to call it as a kid, but I do remember seeing my mother abused as a kid. And as a kid, I couldn't step in and I couldn't defend my mother. And it was really nothing that I could do. And back when I was growing up, I came up with a time where um, what happened in your house stayed in your house. And so I wanted to have this topic today of, are you mad yet? Because something that has happened in your life, whether it comes from any type of uh, damaging, any type of trauma, any type of taboo subjects we don't like to talk about, any type of education that you've gone through, some parts of that should strike your emotion. And so today, my emotion was when I had the experience of watching, witnessing my mother experiencing domestic violence. So I wanted to just share just a little piece of my writing with you. And um, this was something that I wrote in 2019. And as I read this story, I want you to know that your writing doesn't get old. You couldn't have, you could have written it 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and it never gets old, which is why I highlighted the fact that I wrote it about four years ago. Um, I wanted to just share this. Here's the piece. This may be a trigger warning for some people. Most weekends, our kitty fights were my dad's pastime. He would call all of the kids to the backyard and force us all to fight each other, just like the good old slave master used to do to the slaves. In every slave movie, the slave master would always put two blacks in a makeshift ring and make them fight to death. Not fighting was not an option for me. It was either fight on my cousins and brothers, or I would fight a 200 plus pound dude that I called my dad. I wasn't about to do that. My dad made a real man out of me. If I lost the fight while my dad watched, I made sure to restart the fight another time and day for no good reason at all, all because I wanted to make good on what my dad started and to get my dad's attention. I'm not sure why my dad made us fight as kids, but that was the first form of both physical and emotional abuse that I experienced. And that was a piece 
from 2019. So let's dive into the topic. Are you mad yet? Are you mad yet? Have your experiences that you've had over the years, the trauma, the abuse, anything that has happened to you, are you mad yet? And let me just be clear. It is certain things that have happened to us as children that we can never talk about. We never want to experience again. But now is your time to write about that experience. Are you mad yet? Are you? Have what you experienced triggered you enough to where now you will pick up your pen? Better yet, go get the writing that you already have. Because a lot of you, in most cases, have already written about your experience. And the only reason that you continue to just stop where you are and you leave it alone and everything like that, because sometimes it is so difficult to revisit because sometimes writing is like going back into like this spaceship. Yes, you're in 2022, but sometimes it keeps you in this spaceship where you have to go back and revisit this place that some of us don't want to revisit. One of the things that I remember when I was writing my book, Letters to Mom, is it forced me to come to grips that my mother was gone. I had to write about it. I had to write about the full experience. And it was devastating because I don't think when I wrote the book, Letters to Mom, I don't feel that. I had the opportunity to come to grips that my mother had actually passed away. One of the coolest things, when I was sharing with someone the other day, here in Colorado, and I was sharing with him that I had lost my mother on June 2nd, 2021. And he said, Lynette, You know, you actually didn't lose your mother. You actually gave your mother back. And that's a point that I've never looked at before. I never looked at the fact that my mother was never my mother. For those of you that have lost a mother, your mother was never your mother. If we think about it, the people that are the closest to us never belong to us. If you think about the bad relationships, the breakups, the divorces, if you think about it, those things never belong to us. Those were just things that were given to us temporarily. Temporary satisfaction, temporary happiness. And when he shared that with me, and Flip, if you're listening, I just want you to know that I love you for telling me that because I had never looked at that perspective of my mother being gone before. I'd always just said, I lost my mother. But it wasn't until you meet people that want to pour back into you, that want to share 
pieces of your life with you, but they want you to pick up the broken pieces of your life. It's not until you meet those people that you're able to successfully move forward. And for that moment and for that time, I appreciate you, Mr. Flip. But for the rest of you, I want to share with you that now is your time. Now is your time to use the hurt, to use the pain, to use anything that has jarred you emotionally. Use that to write and push forward. The one of the things that I realized that when my mother passed away, I was no longer at a point to where I could just be in a paralyzed state that I wanted to be in, but I wanted to think about what would my mother want for me? Would she want me to stay days and days and days in a bed? Or would she really want me to continue on with my life? We never think about the things that we lost, the people that we lost. We never think about what they would want. We always think about what we want and what works for us. And if I can be honest, that's one of the reasons that I feel personally that people have not come to grips with their writing. Because it's always, when you think about it with some people, it's always the I, I, I factor. It's always the me, me, me factor. But it's not until you learn to remove that out of your way in order for the purpose to step in. See, a lot of times when we think about writing and writer's block and things of that nature, writer's block steps in when we forget about our divine purpose of our writing, when we forget about who it's for and why it's meant to be and why every single page you have the ability to change someone's life. When we forget that, that's when I feel that writer's block turns into comes into play. That's my personal opinion. We'll be right back after this brief commercial. Today's episode of When the Ink Dries was brought to you by our book of the month, written by Dr. Shelley M. Fisher. The name of the book? Proverbs for Everyday Living. It is a devotional journal about the book of Proverbs. Order now for $15.99. notice how we're so invested into everyone else's story before creating our own. When someone comes to us and say, you know, I have this story and we listen to it and we're like, oh my goodness, like this definitely needs to be a book. But when it comes to our own story and our own truth, have we built up enough confidence to tell our own story? 
Have we built up enough confidence and enough anger and enough emotion in order to turn the page and keep writing? I know you haven't figured this out yet, but everything that you write from this day forward is going to change someone else's life. Everything that you write from this day forward as you turn the page episode by episode is literally going to change someone's trajectory trajectory of how they change their life and how they decide to live. Did you know that your words have that much power? Did you know that what you write could actually change someone's life? See, one of the things that I I didn't realize is if I could go back to my mother for a second, one of the things that I didn't realize is I never thought that that little girl that witnessed glass being broken in the kitchen, curse words, derogative name calling, I never thought that that little girl that was standing there witnessing my mother being abused, I never thought that the little girl that stood there and watched that would one day be able to use the pen as her weapon. Did you know that your pen is now your weapon? Now don't get me wrong. Y'all know I love me a good crime story here and there. And I'm not telling you to use your pen as an actual weapon. I'm saying when you put your pen to paper, it is actually a weapon because now Instead of you looking at a blank page, you're now looking at your words and your words are powerful. I never thought that as I stood there as a little kid watching my mother being abused, that I could one day pick up my pen and use it as my weapon. It is My pen is my weapon to educate My pen is a way to make people laugh. My pen is a way to allow people to feel emotions and cry. That's the power of my pen. So I have to ask you, what's the power of your pen? Are you mad yet? Are you angry enough yet to share your story? Are you still hiding? Are you still hiding from the fact that this person done this to you? This person said that to you? Are you still hiding behind that? Are you mad enough to start writing about it? Remember that it's always three sides to the writing story. It's your story, the story you write, and the story that you publish, self-publish, that is. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid 
to write your story. If I could end this episode with just sharing this piece for you. One of the things that I can remember in 2019, I remember that my mother came here to Colorado um, and it was her very first time here in Colorado. I never knew that two years later, my mother would be dead. I never knew that what I had written in 2019, my mother would have the opportunity to witness what I had written. I told my mother's story in 2019. I was no longer that little girl watching my mother be abused by my dad. In 2019, I had become a full grown woman with a pen. So I'm asking you, I need for you to become a full grown woman or a full grown man with a pen and start telling your truth page by page. One of the things that I said before in one of my books, I said, I started out writing this book one word at a time. One word turned into a sentence and sentence by sentence made a paragraph and paragraphs turned into pages and pages turned into a book. Best friends, it's just that simple. Yes, you can make excuses and say, hey, I'm not a good writer. I don't know what to say. But you'll never know where to start if you don't start. It's all about starting somewhere. I love each and every one of you that can hear my voice. I look forward to reading your story. Until next time. So it looks like we've come to the end of our chapter, but definitely not the end of our book. Stay tuned for another episode of When the Ink Dries, where we write the pages of our next book. Until then. So it looks like we've come to the end of our chapter, but definitely not the end of our book. Stay tuned for another episode of When the Ink Dries, where we write the pages of our next book. Until then. Thank you for listening to another episode of When the Ink Dries. And if you're looking for another podcast to chime into, make sure that you check out Granny Wowzers. And she's over there at the talk radio. Download the app right now and start listening.